Yo, comic fam, we have giveaways at the end of the video you don't want to miss, so stay tuned. Comic fam, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm here at this table like I do every single week. Hit the subscribe button with an Overstreet Price Guide Advisor. Russ Bright, how you doing? I am all right, guys. It is good to be here. Dude, we got a poppin' list. Really excited. We have some books that kind of like go together. We have some major news being broke this week. Make sure to slap that like button. We need your support. And let's jump into this list like we do every single week. At number 10. Number 10, we have supervillain classics Galactus. This story offers a retelling of the classic origin story of Galactus from back in Thor 168 and 169. Now, when Kirby first wrote Galactus's origin story, he didn't get into specific about how he was really reborn from the old universe to the new one. We knew that there was something that happened. He experienced something, but we didn't get specifics. Until supervillain classics Galactus origin story that is on the list today, that's going for an increase of copies sold in seven days of 1,700% because there was an added page of explanation. They retold the story, but they added more depth to this experience. And this experience just tied to Thor issue number five this week during a conversation with Thor and the Black Winter. And the Black Winter, a villain we are all watching, making it clear that he had something to do with Galactus, his rebirth. Was the Black Winter this entity that caused the destruction of the first universe that we were discussing, that recreated our universe that Galactus is in? Well, it appears to be so. But that's not all. I want to remind everybody that Donny Cates has gone on record when talking about the Black Winter, that he was inspired by some Kirby goodness that he was astonished hadn't been retold. I think this is what he was talking about. So we have not just the Silver Surfer Black potential cameo. We'll just table that. Take that for what you will. Waiting on Tradmore. But now we have Supervillains Classics Galactus, which has a page reveal of the conversation that's only found in this comic. And now we can even go back, gold balling it back in Thor 169. A conversation that didn't take place, but clearly a cameo appearance that has now been revealed. Whether or not it's true, the market is deciding for us a 1,700% increase. And this book that was honestly in the 4 or $5 range is going for $20 solidly raw with high sales of 40 Not to mention over 400 copies sold for Thor issue number five this week. This villain is on the minds of every collector. Let's chat about number nine on this list, Venom 2099. Shout out to Jim Comics for some spec on YouTube. Now, this one's a little bit crazy, but... I'm digging it. So Venom 2099, number one, it was a one shot that came out a little while ago that introduced us to a character called Aaliyah Bell. And Aaliyah Bell is a female wearer of the symbiote. So she's a far future, far future. And we see in kind of her origin panel that there are some flying cars. Venom 27 coming out in about a month and a half has Venom jumping through the sky with a bunch of flying cars underneath it. So there's a good amount of speculation that we will end up seeing Aaliyah Bell. More interesting stuff is that if you go and read Venom 2099, there is very heavy allusions to the fact that Null is back in the future. And that's some crazy stuff. Yeah, clearly they thought in the future that Null had died. And it's a surprise in this one shot that he is still alive and well in the future. So this spec has more than one reason to be on this list. Now, there's a handful of variants for this one shot, but it's this one in 25 that is seeing the most gains. Just over a thousand percent increase in sales sold. We're looking at $60 raw and 160 high sale of this book. 
comic fam, we have an ultimate, the superior, the amazing, the spectacular John Tyler Christopher Virgin variant, the Comic Tom, Milgi Comics, Mystery Mail Call exclusive going out to every single member of our comic book subscription service, the Mystery Mail Call. Hit the link in the description, join the community, help support our show, but it also gives us a reason to send you comics every single month. And let's chat about number eight on this list because we may have more immortal She-Hulk goodness coming. What a interesting, interesting spec right now. Civil War II, number four, coming in with the highest increase of sales this week at 5,400%. This book is selling for $12 with a high sale at 20. We have She-Hulk. Uh, let me rephrase that. The immortal She-Hulk making the list here. Civil War II issue number four was a revitalization of this character after she was put into a coma by Thanos back in issue one of this series. Why that's important is because in Immortal Hulk issue 34 that came out this week, we find out two major reveals. First thing we find out is that Bruce Banner isn't the only one affected by this living curse to walk the earth forever. No, he is not the only immortal. That She-Hulk isn't immortal and that she wasn't in a coma during the Civil War issues. That she actually died and came back to life. Will we have a similar situation that Avengers 684 had where the Hulk, who was always immortal, he was always this character, but because he was brought back to life and Immortal Hulk as a series became so popular, it retroactively created this moment in the run as a key monumental moment for the Hulk. He came back essentially as a new character to the readers, but not literally in canon. Well, members of the community think that this could happen again with this Civil War II issue number four spec, which is why we're seeing such an aggressive price hike this week. Number seven on the list, we have Negan Lives number one, the gold variant. And I really want to thank Robert Kirkman and the rest of Image Comics for being the people that actually did something like this to help the shops. This was a surprise. None of the shops knew that these books were coming at all. And especially on a week that we had zero DC new books and zero Marvel new books, it's nice to have Image have a couple major releases. Well, this is the series that just won't die. And Negan is alive. And another thing, Clementine is alive. So whether or not Walking Dead actually ended at 193, we have more potential stories that could stem out of this. So this book was only announced about a week and a half ago. We really didn't know much about it and it just showed up. And in addition to the regular covers, every shop got one gold and two silver. We knew that they would be hot and I saw them selling on eBay for $175 for the gold variant. The thing that's crazy about this one is that there was a high sale of 475. I looked at the list and I said, Tom, that's a 9.8 pre-sale. He's like, I think so. Went and looked at eBay. No, there have been three raw sales on auction over $400 for this book. Now we know the print run is low. I mean, with as many shops as are closing and aren't actually open right now, we're seriously looking at somewhere in the 2000 to 2500 range for this book. Here's the funny thing. We know that there are variants, as you mentioned, but when Robert Kirkman went on Twitter to kind of get people excited, he went through this pile and he's like, this is the silver, this is the gold, and what's this? Oh, that red cover doesn't exist. Oh, don't worry about this one. There's a red 
one there. A red variant that apparently doesn't exist. I can see it in his hands. I don't know. Yeah, some ruby foil variant that shows up in Kirkman's Twitter feed, but we have no idea how people get it, so that's out in the wild. Go hunting. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, no red foils have been found. It may not exist, but Robert Kirkman has at least one. Keep an eye out. I like this stuff. And although he is saying that they don't exist, he also said that there would be more issues of The Walking Dead after 193 so i just don't believe what he says anymore and as a big walking dead fan i'm in for more negan and for more of this world anyways absolutely number six on our list we have brian cave on goodness saw no no saga i'm sorry why the last no 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 why we have paper girls issue number one (laughs) on this list 80s goodness not from the 80s but a story that's based in the 80s making this comic book hot 10 trending list this week this is awesome news because we knew that last year there were rumors. Brian K. Vaughn went on Twitter to say that there is something really dope happening with this title, but that was it. And we didn't hear anything except for Key Collector. You want to download this app available on both Android and iTunes. Use the code TOM101 to get a free week and support this show. Well, you know, based off your key alerts, that there was a Key Collector exclusive. We got word from our sources that this Option news was going directly to the screen, that it was happening. But then, you know, a lot of time went by. But now we see that it's official. It's on its way. And not only that, we have a director and a showrunner that's already been chosen. So we've known for almost a year, because Key Collector called it, that this was a straight-to-television adaptation on Amazon. But we now have confirmation that Christopher Cantwell is the one tied to the series, and they already have a script. An 855% increase in copies sold. Clearly, people like to spec on Brian K. Vaughn goodness. We have an average sale of $15 and a high sale at 9.8, hitting 100 bucks. Wow. Let's take a look at number five on this list because, yo, I think Beavis and Butthead is coming back. Oh, my gosh, Tom. This is great cornholio news right now. Beavis and Butthead, number one, coming on the list. We have confirmation that Mike Judge has been hired by Comedy Central to do a reimagining of the Beavis and Butthead series. So this was in the early 90s, and then there was a revival series in 2011 on MTV, and pretty much MTV decided that their target demographic was not going to be interested in Beavis and Butthead, so they killed it fairly quickly. So putting this on Comedy Central with the likes of, I don't know, Rick and Morty, this is a perfect time for a lot of these guys to have that nostalgia tied in. I love this book. We're looking at raw sale and $100 9.8 with a 900% increase. Beavis and Butthead has always been popular, but this one, absolutely. Yo, if people are willing to spec on One Punch Man, Rick and Morty, Beavis and Butthead is like the classic alt comedy. We're getting two seasons. Safe bet. This book is out there. They're out there in high grade and a lot of shops have them. Happy hunting. Number four on the list, in these uncertain times, we are actually seeing digital comics affecting physical comic spec. What's going on? Oh, Ruins of Ravencroft, Carnage, issue number one. This one shot introduces us to an ancestor of our favorite host of the Carnage symbiote. We have Cortland Cassidy. And in this story that's based in the 1600s, this ancestor of this murderer becomes the first mass murderer of the New World. And after going into a cave to discover some things. He's hunting for some things. He sees on a wall these drawings of monsters, a drawing of a symbiote, a drawing of Null. 
and it makes him go crazy. It makes him become this deranged serial killer. And Russ, why did this book spike 2100% this week? Why is it going for $10 average sales with a high of $45? So Ravencroft 5 came out digitally this week. And near the end of it, they are in the Ravencroft Cemetery and they find the headstone of Cortland Cassidy. They are setting him up for a future resurgence they absolutely are we're seeing the symbol of null it's saying here lies Cortland cassidy i mean it is some big stuff happening so this is important number three on the list we have more sir kate's goodness comic fam don't forget to slap that like button we need your support right now like go do it please i kind of foreshadowed this earlier at number 10 when i mentioned that thor number five had over 400 copies sold in the last week. We're putting Thor number five on this list, but we have a couple different variants to discuss because the prices are hot. Black Winter is the next big villain. So 107% increase over sales from last week. Keep in mind that it came out last week. So the 100% is already a lot of sales. So we are seeing it spike. Last week, the book was selling solidly in the $10 to $15 range. Now we are seeing the main cover go for 30, the zombie variant go for around 20, and there's a gorgeous one in 25 variant hitting a peak of $145 raw. Keep an eye out for this Black Winter character. More reveals may lead to more keys. And as time goes on, more and more cameos. Retcons are happening. Tom, your bathroom is absolutely covered in aliens versus predator type stuff. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy how much you have in there. But what are your true feelings about what's coming in on the list at number two and number one? Ooh, yeah, we're going to combine them both because we have some news breaking this week from IGN that Dark Horse no longer holds the licenses for these characters. And they're moving over to none other than Marvel Comics. I don't know if you guys have seen these cover mock-ups that are going around on Instagram, but we know David Finch did the Xenomorph, and we have a Predator that's holding kind of like an Iron Man helmet with, you know, wires dangling out of it. Uh, It could be a good time to be a Marvel fan. That's right. However, I have to just say, I I gotta be real. All right, I'm going to be real with the comic fam. Part of me is excited, all right? But part of me is a little disappointed. A little, it's a little rough because Dark Horse Comics did so much to preserve these titles, these intellectual properties. They kept it alive. They did so much more than 20th Century Fox. And they, they released amazing narratives, amazing art. So we got number two on the list. We're putting Aliens. Issue number one, the first time the Xenomorph appeared in a comic book. increase in copies sold. We're seeing an average sale of $40 for this book and a $135 high. Now, if you like Aliens, keep in mind that there are a ton of Dark Horse comics and miniseries and intros that are dollar bin fodder, that are super absolutely cheap. Likewise with Predator. Predator coming in at number one. 550% increase. We're seeing an average raw sale of $50 on this one with a high sale of $275. Keep in mind that both Aliens and Predator were printed on low quality stock. So a lot of times when you get raw, they have fingerprints all over it. They don't look very good. And most of them 
have second, third, and fourth prints. And it's very, very tough to tell what print it is unless you're actually looking on the inside of the book at the fine print and it says third printing. I cannot tell you how many times I've been disappointed that I got a collection that had an Aliens number one in it and it was a third print. Ross, I need to know what the comic fam thinks. Are you excited about this horror franchise move? Are you going to miss Dark Horse Comics? Did you even read any of those? Let me know in the comment section below. I am a little concerned. However, I'll be real. I really would like a Comic Tom exclusive for an alien cover. Yeah. All right, that would be really cool. And you know what? If I can get some answers to some thoughts I've had, does alien blood break through vibranium adamantium anybody these are things i think about let me know in the comment section below and i'll enter you to win one of three copies of wretches number one the kickstarter first appearance these are hot they are expensive and they are courtesy of the writer big thanks to the writer james for this book and tom i know you really really dug wretches we should talk to peach about getting a variant done as always comic fam Geek responsibly. Enough? Said! Congratulations, Dale Mayer. You won this gorgeous comic book. Thank you for liking and subscribing to my dad's channel. Hey, check out the podcast. Just click it. Mini Sensei, out.